Hello and welcome to Go Get Your Guy. With me, Chris Dales, Commissioner. His voice wasn't the only thing that he lost this week. Sam Clark. Uh, I haven't lost yet. Oh, yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need has, Mahomes yeah. to score about 95. Um, and his smug factor's back below 100 for the first time in five or six weeks. Hello, Mike. Yeah, you, you can't win them all. And the self-proclaimed giant slayer is our guest this week, Mr. Tim Connor, man Ooh. who humbled him. Ooh. Welcome. I kind of humbled myself by just benching all my, all my points. points. It was only like 90 yeah. points. Part of the skill of the yeah, game. Yeah, it wasn't like, good. You know it was last minute, last minute tinkering. Who told you to take yeah. who out this Claudio time? Claudio Ranieri did it. Last minute tinkering. My gut. <laughs> Actually, no, my brain. That was the problem. I normally listen to my gut. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, uh, the biggest competition in the league so far is Mike's brain versus Mike's gut. It's embarrassing. Gut, gut, was, gut was seven up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe it's not below 100. <laughs> cool. So... We've been away for a few weeks, and I would like to say it's because real life got in the way, but it was because we couldn't sit here and watch that smug bastard's grin for an hour while he talks about how he's winning everything. So we brought Tim along, who uh, kindly volunteered to take him down a peg or two. Just um, to shut him up a little bit. But... You know what's, um, what's interesting? This is the first week of the season where I haven't been in the top three top scorers for the week. I think I'm four. I think everyone's had quite a low scoring week. Define interesting. Interesting for me, not for you on four and four. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll get so to your team. Tim, talk us through your strategy that really helped you take down Mike. Was it playing the players that actually scored points? Uh, it, it does help through my yeah. extensive research. Um this is my second year doing any fantasy football, so that may or may not show. That is amazing to me, to be honest. I think you've because this is a weird league as well, so there's not that much like written up. Uh, no, there's not much you can Google about it or any anything that's really that useful advice. You just sort of gotta gotta go with it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, I did pretty much right off the week um, until until I saw Kyle and Murray put up about five points, and then I realised. Mm-hmm. Could, could have a chance actually when that happened I just you know we just had that feeling we were like oh, this is not going to be the week you yeah, just you just feel it you're just like yeah this is going to be one of them weeks and yeah I'd say I'm, I'm riding a wave of luck having just played Tom without a quarterback Mike's <laughs> not quite performing and we'll probably get on to Derek Henry potentially not playing for a few weeks as Derek, Henry, I mean, Derek Henry's done he's, he's yeah. Season uh, season ender, and uh, I'll be up against Dino next week. So oh, that is a that is a crucial game as well for your division yes. because Slaying Dino was dri- left, right, and center. Well, yes. well, Dino was riding the 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 wave that was Derek Henry, and now I think that second spot is now very much up for grabs again. If you in want that division, it. if you want it, yeah. Uh, if if you want me, yeah, sure. <laughs> 
I was going to just give a quick recap. So as things stand now, we're going, we're taping on Monday. So a couple of things still to be decided in week eight. Um, but from week seven, Mike will be seven and one. I think Joe's one, has he? Five and five and three, five, six and two. The biggest shock is... Uh, no, he might have lost. Yeah, he would have lost. Looks like, okay. like so, Shep is going to put up his first win of the year. Yeah. Against, I believe, Tom. He'll be devastated. Oh, no, he's, he's <laughs> going to be down in Australia just crying into a Foster's. Yeah. So, that's... Yeah, he's the, he's the only one in your division to have won this week. Yeah, I know. That, so that, that shows how bad a week it is. But I think that... That means just by, I think I'm now in the playoffs, right? Because I don't think, like officially now, because I don't think that Shep or Dave can catch me, right? Six I think behind with five to go. Yep. Yeah, you're in. You are in. Well done. Congratulations. You're taking, off, you're taking your foot off the gas now, haven't you? I need that bye week. I've already been complaining about week 14 players on by on on their own bye week. I really need that bye week. Yeah, it's more important to you than it is to anyone else. Yeah, I assume you went and looked at who was on a buy for my team after I texted you. Oh no, I was fully—I've been fully aware for seven weeks and wondering okay. when you would notice. <laughs> notice that you have no quarterbacks for for a potential first round. Dale texted yeah. me post rookie draft. Dale saying when will Mike realize he has no quarterbacks? Oh, I realized that this. I- I realised at the start of the season, I've just been trying <laughs> you just to... just decided to complain it, for, complain it after your first loss. <laughs> I, well, I, I, I was going to wait until week 14, until the end of the season happened to see if I had the bye or not. And I was going to complain about it if I had the bye. But I'm complaining about it now instead. You're worried about that. I mean, you're well, still I'm a... pretty much a shoe in It's just it comes well, down to... <laughs> no, the game against... So Joe is, unless... Um... Oh, we don't need to hear this. Right. Yeah, Mike and Joe D are in position one and two in R not. Yeah, Dan We've got a... and the fake taxi squad of Dino are um, one and two in Fleming, and then unbelievably, Paul with the third fewest points of a lineup is leading the Hastings division ahead of Clarkey and with myself propping up the bottom nicely there. Paul has um, fewer points for than you. Exactly. He's the bottom of the... He's not third, he's fourth. Oh, it, yeah, third bottom because of Kelsey, Dave and, and Shep. Oh, right, okay, overall in the league. Five, 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 five. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that is amazing, isn't it? Yeah. It's a funny old game, isn't it? That's why, just, that's why we love it. The best team division. always win. Just a bin division, really. Yeah, we are the NFC East of the world um cool so spl really what do you say it's a bit like the spl we've got celtic and rangers and then who's left i don't know we don't even have celtic and rangers it was like that (laughs) we don't even have a celtic like like sam sam's basically dundee united at this point (laughs) but anyway a lot's happened and we're going to go through some dynasty rises and fallers from the last three weeks. So our last pod was after week four, and now we're going to go through some of the things that have changed now that bye weeks have kicked in and um, people have started 
realizing how deep their squads actually are. So I'm just going to go clockwise from my position. So Tim, who's who have you got down as a as a riser in the last three weeks? Um, well, originally, sort of when I came up with this, um, I was thinking last week, and then you, you hit me with the last three or four weeks. So um, it's fine. <laughs> It's fine because looking back on the last stats, it's yeah, it's been up and down. Um, I've actually got one guy as a visor and a faller the last four weeks, and I'll go with Derek Henry on that. Um, I should probably explain reasonings as well, isn't that the whole point? Sure, it'll be really quick if we all just say a name and then go home. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it wouldn't be really much to listen to. Um, so I saw through weeks five and six, um, you got six touchdowns those two weeks. Averaging over 130 yards, you know, solid Derek Henry performance. Um, the next two weeks, uh, zero touchdowns, held to 86 yards and 68 yards. Um, I mean, looking at his stats, he um, he's got 10 touchdowns this year, but he's only scored touchdowns in four of his eight games. So it looks like defenses sort of know how to shut them down, and including the Colts, who have done it twice now. Yeah, that's absolutely spot on. Yeah. It's been really good. Or, or it's not just unstoppable. It's just yeah, you can't stop. He's just a human down. man. <laughs> like contrary to popular belief, he is actually like a human person, and he just you can't in the NFL you can't have someone run nine hundred times in two seasons almost. Like he did four hundred last year, and he was on pace for four seventy this year. There's just no way a human can do that without picking up injuries. Yeah, who knew the way to take Derrick Henry down was just to step on his foot a little bit. Yeah. It's it's going to have a massive impact on Dino's team. And the oh, league. it rips, that, every, rips the heart out of Dino's team. Every fantasy league is just going to be turned upside down by this. Yeah, because actually I was looking at a couple of others. The people who are at the top of pretty much every league I'm in have Derrick Henry. They have one of two been, people. Yeah. Derrick Henry or Cooper Cup. Kyler Murray as well as in quite a few of mine. But yeah, essentially, Derek Henry has been taking a lot of people close to playoffs and then just at the point where they might be ready to clinch playoffs has is gone. So a lot of people are going to be scrambling. It's actually really interesting. It's going to be interesting if he's a mover at the trade deadline, which is going to come up. We're going to have to have like a Bonanza trade deadline day podcast. Oh, I was already looking at that. Schedules and stuff to see if we could do it. Because <laughs> yeah, is if Dino's contending, Derek Henry's not not any use to him for the rest of the year. Is he is he going to do something with it? And to be honest, if Dino's not contending, I'm not sure what he's doing because, uh, well, Matt Stafford, Ryan Tannehill. I thought uh, Beth and Roethlisberger. Yeah. If he's not contending, he'd be okay next year, but his team gets a lot thinner. He's also got Swift on a bye next week, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. God, so. The luck train is in full steam at the moment, isn't it? I'll get a lottery ticket, I think, tomorrow. <laughs> Let good. me know your numbers. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. You might get McCaffrey back as well. And still uh, 50, 50, 50. Looking potential, yeah. So. See, this was upsetting for me. Like, all of Tim's team was injured. His uh, entire team was injured, and I still couldn't bring it home. If you if you could go back in time, Tim, would you still take McCaffrey at one hundred and one? 
see that's a that's another tricky one um i think i still would because you you can't know about injuries um yeah. I'd, I'd still go on for running back um i mean the other option would be go heavy on the quarterback first but i think i'd just managed to get lucky that Josh Allen hit his form. Yeah. Um, the worst pick of the draft, wasn't it? Yeah. Worst yeah. pick. <laughs> um, yeah. That this... scouting trip to Buffalo really did pay off in the end. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd still overtake McCaffrey because he, he can't not with the stats because when he has played, um, he oh, gets he took... 20 points easily. It's just insane. But it's just it's running back to that position. You're just going to get hit a lot, and unless they unless Carolina start distributing a bit more. So when he's back, and hopefully Hubbard will maybe take twenty percent of the snaps, just yeah. take a little bit of heat off him. Who's that, Mike? Oh, so, Trevor Hubbard. <laughs> if, Brilliant. If, if Hubbard comes out of a tackle with a concussion and they ask him to say his name, is he? Really, <laughs> How he says it. Trevor Hubbard. Hubbard oh, okay. Yeah. All right, Sam, who's your riser? Uh, I've got Van Jefferson. Uh, he's not risen far, <laughs> but nothing really doing a huge amount. Uh, didn't seem to be on the radar at all. And then the last few weeks, he's really developed and is starting to sort of gain steam as a semi-reliable wide receiver too. And I think if that continues, yeah, you could stick him in as a wide receiver too for the next couple of years. I think he's he's going up. I think, nice I think that's a bit of a stretch on wide receiver too, but you're right. He's in a format where you can play up to five wide receivers. He's now someone who is worth wide receiver a roster two, low, low end wide receiver two, wide receiver three. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Still got Bobby Trees and Cooper Cup to contend with in terms of targets. Yeah, but if either one of them goes down, it's it's looking like he's next man up. And yeah, and he's he's kept Tutu Atwell at bay, and they're going to trade Deshaun Jackson as well. So he is clearly doing something right. You're getting something out of your third round pick from last year. Um, I was just saying he's he's beaten out other people. You're getting value out of him when it looked like last year it was a complete throwaway pick. Nice to have someone in contention. I like that. And Matt Stafford is apparently better than Jared Goff. Who knew? Oh, who knew? What a surprise. Jared Goff is now 0-7 without Sean McVay. Oh, no, he's more than that. It's something like 0-12, isn't it? No. He's lost all this year and like, yeah, he lost like, like lost five in a row before. Oh, Tom right. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Mike, who have you got? Um, I'm going to be really boring and it's going to be. I bet you talk a lot, though. Probably. <laughs> it's going to be the old, uh, the old Jets quarterback situation. Absolutely came in and bossed it this week. Absolutely bossed it. And annoyingly, I believe. Oh no! Did was he dropped? I he thought he's available. He's available now. Mm. Yeah, I thought he he looked incredible. Absolutely, he just he just looked really good. Like he had a really good game. He also may gave life to a lot more life to Michael Carter. I think he had 
So last week when uh, Wilson went down, Michael Carter went up to having nine receptions in the game. And then this week he had 14. So he just loves the old check down. And like, what was it, 400 passing yards? Yeah, I mean, surely Zach Wilson's looking over his shoulder a little bit, right? Surely he's maybe like a little bit worried. I know they've put a lot of draft capital into him, but maybe they sit Zach Wilson for the rest of the season. I don't think there's much of a chance of that. Sorry, Tim. What I I saw from Mike White is he played without any sort of fear or he, he really had nothing to lose and when you sort of release all of that tension and just, just play football, you just get good results. So yeah. it might it is worth watching him for the next two weeks. Now the spotlight's on him. Let's see how he does now. Yeah. We could thought, get a Davis Mills kind of situation. Davis Mills looked good in his second game and hasn't since. Davis I'm not, Mills so, I'm not saying Mike White will be back to being rubbish, but there's a reason why that was his first start in the NFL. Yeah. I know that um, Davis Mills, he put up all these points in in, uh, in garbage time. Much to my annoyance, I closed the app and turned it back on all of a sudden. Brandon Cooks had 17 points. I was like, where the hell have these? He was on zero a minute ago. Where have these come from? Um, but David Mills, Davis Mills, sorry, put up like a good stat line by the end of, by the end of, the, by the end of the, this game week, right? I'm pretty sure he, he, like, he was one of the better performers of the week. Probably. But obviously from an NFL point of view, he was awful. But it, was, they, it was they got back to zero. Yeah. Just on another quick riser, just on Ben uh QBs, Geno Smith actually had a really good game. And if it carries on for the next couple of weeks and he does well over the next couple of weeks, he'll probably get picked up by a team next year. Like becomes a yeah. free agent, could get picked up as either a backup or a real QB needy team. He, he was 20 passes on 24 attempts mm. yesterday. Just a really solid, like Tyler Lockett exploded and most people benched Tyler Lockett this week. Yeah, Dales did. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, just Tyler Lockett exploded. I'd say DK Metcalf's stat line was, his week was saved by two touchdowns because he didn't put up good yardage but he was saved by two touchdowns um which was an excellent catch oh it was in it was an insane catch i just i still i've watched it a few times i don't know how he catches it and keeps his feet in bounds it's just very good he's just a monster yeah so yeah i yeah we can probably move on oh no who was your riser dales we haven't had yours yet so i had I had two, and I was fully expecting one of you to say this. First one's Kadil Herbert. I couldn't. I'm not allowed to. He's on my team. Okay. I bet you've got it written down, though. <laughs> I've got him tattooed on my arm. <laughs> He's looked really good. Like, seriously good. And it's going to eat into David Montgomery's time when he's back. I don't believe that they'll go into a a situation where Montgomery's handling all of the work again. I think we can say goodbye to Tariq Cohen as a thing. And Khalil Herbert's probably going to be a thing going forward. Probably not ever going to command uh, the same role, but... I think you're probably looking good. at like a 70-30 split or something like that, or maybe 60-40. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. The other mm. one I had was James Robinson, who's been on the field a lot. 
survived was, a big yeah, injury scare as well. That was very scary when that little alert popped up. But yes. yeah, I was hoping to be able to get something out of the ghost of Carlos Hyde there, but um, going to have to wait another week before James Robinson gets injured. Oh, all right. I'm going to go anti-clockwise now. Mix it up. Mike, back to you. Who's your faller? Mine is actually a, a pairing. It is Justin Herbert and Mike Williams. The, 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 the last two weeks, they've not. Like, Justin Herbert's just off. I mean, if they were going to have to fall. They were like QB1 and wide Yeah, of course, of course. It was insane how well they were doing. Mike Williams, over the last two weeks, has been wide receiver 72 and wide receiver 73 on weeks 7 and 8. He's had consistency. It is consistency. It's back to the Mike Williams that we all know and love. And he's had a combined total of less than 50 yards across those two weeks. And I have to think that Mike Williams being maybe sussed out or teams zone like locking in on Mike Williams might have contributed to a drop off a little bit for Justin Herbert because they do seem to be. I mean, obviously, there's a connection. Like, if Justin Herbert's playing bad, Mike Williams isn't going to get the ball. But maybe it's that Mike Williams is now being covered more, which has led to a drop off for Justin Herbert. Also, the throw Justin Herbert made for the pick six yesterday was worse than the Kyler Murray-AJ Green one because AJ Green was just looking the wrong way, whereas Justin Herbert threw that way before the tight end was meant to even know it was coming his way. <laughs> I heard that. I heard it was more it was, on Jared Cook just being rubbish. But the, Well, I mean, depends how you look at it. I, I, for me, it looked like it, like it was Justin Herbert, to be honest. It looked worse than Kyler Murray's one. What I would say about Herbert is week five, he put up 50 points. Yeah, yeah. He's a great player and he will continue yeah. to be a great player. Just but the last I, few weeks have been... I can see why he's a fall because where can you go at 50 points? <laughs> you had to 50 again. Has it changed... Sorry. Has it changed your opinion on him? No, I don't think it has. Like, if you're... If you're... He's on um, a base team, you're still going to start Justin Herbert. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no, I wouldn't be concerned going forward. No, no, but I just back. think in terms of looking at a fantasy faller, there's your fantasy faller for me anyway. Fair enough. You realise we played Dynasty though, right? Yeah, but we asked for fallers over the last few weeks. So I gave him his answer, Sam. I've, I've enjoyed the break from you, if I'm being honest. Cool. Sam, do you want to talk about the RB1 from last week and how he couldn't possibly live up to RB1 the following week. Yeah. Or have you got <laughs> anyone else? Uh, yeah, I've got someone else actually. Bit of a surprise, apart from the fact that it's a direct attack on Mike. Jalen Hurts, <laughs> uh, I think, <laughs> has been a dynasty faller over the past few weeks because he's shit. And so he's not playing as a QB, as a starting QB next year. It's not happening. They're getting rid of him. They get, they're trying anything to get rid of him. They're trying to trade for Deshaun Watson. Like, there's, there's been talk of Gardner Minshew. Oh, God. Well, Gardner Minshew's not going to happen. They'd, they'd be lucky to have Gardner Minshew. <laughs> it is... You've, you've got Jalen Hurts. He, you've got him for the rest of the season. Ride that shitty garbage time 
to a victory because next year you're not going to be able to. He's gone. So that's my faller. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not even going to try and argue that because I'm. That's why we're here. Yeah, I think that's the. I mean, <laughs> like the only, the only, I think the only, the only hope Jalen Hurts has next year is if he is traded to a team that is desperate for a starter. Like, does he end up at like what Denver? team? Like, what Eagles? team would be so desperate? The Texans. Like, I was actually going to say, have you seen what the Texans do? Well, the Texans is the, literally the only one that I could think of. And, like, if he goes to the Texans, he'll be shit. He's, like, he's... You could put anyone as a Texans QB at the moment and they would not be able to do anything. So, Jalen Hurts going there is not a boon for his fantasy stock. Yeah, I think you're probably right. He's you're right. I need to. I've just got to ride the wave this year. And then, how concerned are you of him being benched around about week twelve? Yeah. Um. Not that concerned. Is it time to buy insurance? <laughs> yeah, they time. week ten. Insurance is insurance has been procured, but because players are locked. The trade will go through in the morning. Oh, hello. Ooh. There's your... Um, who's the guy on... Um... That's our exclusive. That's our scoop. Yeah. You hear it here first. <laughs> What's the here we go? Go on, tell us who then. Because if it's already gone through, there's nothing... It hasn't, gone, it hasn't gone through. We have to wait until tomorrow to do it if because it's... the players are oh, locked. Oh, right, right, right. So, yeah. Agreed yeah. in principle. It's agreed in principle, yeah. We can't, we can't do anything until... Tomorrow morning. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah. I didn't want to say do. anything because, you know, Dale's is a bit of a snake. <laughs> that's not yeah. entirely. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's um, a group chat. Even my brother the other day said, never trade with Dale's. And he's only ever played poker with you. Smell the fear from here. I can testify somewhat when you sold me. Just Milson, though. Damien Williams, Dale, Dale sold me, and he can't even get ahead with a Montgomery out. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry about that. I have to say I, that. I, I am sorry about that. I, I mean, I'm done with that minus 0.3 points that he got this week. I did put on the group chat that I had the actual Bears running back, and everyone just listened to, to Chris. So it's kind of, I, I mean, I don't want to say it's on you. I mean, we didn't know you were going to give him yeah, COVID, so. but you shouldn't buy in me. Yeah, I've, I have been in Chicago recently, just coughing on every. Right, let's move on. Who's your four? Right, who, who are we up to, sir? Around folders, we had a bit of. Uh, I think it was. A... Um, well, I suppose I should give one more than just so it can be. Um, it's. I'm just going to go. Not necessarily on fantasy-wise, just general football-wise. Um, and I'm pretty sure you can name your own fallers, but I'll go Carson Wentz. Pretty much threw the game away, literally. For Tennessee. Not the most expert performance. Honestly, infuriating as a Colts fan. Like, so, yeah. did, did you share that um, 
link was that on the group this chat or our little chat just the one where it's just there's this Carson Wentz it's just him just always throwing the game away there's someone who just said that Carson Wentz always makes mistakes there's and then there's a footage of him game. just constantly making mistakes there's, all there's, the time I saw something online that said a, a quarterback you can trust to lose the game like and it just you he can just hand the opposing team a win out of nowhere and it's like this footage of the play where he throws the pick well for one he could have taken a safety on that one play on another there's one where he throws a pick and jonathan taylor is just like running flailing his arms around with no one around him and instead carson wentz decides to like bump the ball 20 fucking yards down the field straight into someone else's arms. He's done what? a few of those. He's done a few shovel passes straight into the offense. What is this little, this little, like, it's like he's, I mean, you can't see, people can't see, but that little, what he did before he threw it in the air, and he, because he, he's done that a few times, but it looks like he's going to ground the pass. But then he doesn't, yeah, because he's, he's given a few away like that this year, where he's done this weird little fake shimmy, basically. Yeah. Yeah. He's actually a huge Carson Wentz fan. Oh, I love him. Can't get enough of him. Is he tattooed on the other leg? Yes. <laughs> it's, just, it's just Herbert and Wentz. It sounds like the worst detective show of all time. <laughs> cool. Right. Well, to round it off, I, I had oh, quite a long on, list Chris. of fallers. Who's yours? I, I had a, a long list of fallers. Um but they're all on Dino's team, so I feel quite bad. Because <laughs> I... and Do I'm your top go... eight. <laughs> <laughs> Actually had five written down. Um, the one that makes me most sad is Julio Jones. I Yeah. Start, we started playing in 2013 or 14, and he's not, he's been an absolute unit since then. And I came to the realisation this week that there's going to be a fantasy game that I play where I don't draft Julio Jones. And it's and it's coming quickly and it's going to be really sad. There's so, gonna, next season, he could go undrafted. Next season, redraft. he's going to be your round 14 flyer in redraft mm. because he's Julio Jones, kind of what Antonio Brown was two years ago, except yeah, without the crazy. Mm. Well, I mean, you say that, Antonio Brown is absolutely lighting it up. Yeah. Like, if Julio Jones has an Antonio Brown-type uh, renaissance, then, yeah, he's worth a round 14 flyer. I would love it. I, I will always well. be rooting for that. I, I really like Julio Jones as a person and as a player, and it's just like, yeah, you don't want to see him sort of sputter out at the end of his career do you want him to you want him to break a receiving record and then go yeah i'm i'm going out yeah like steven records not hamstrings he's he's my favorite player of all time but steve smith senior knew it was when, gonna be that <laughs> yeah when he when he got injured he said he was gonna retire got injured and went no 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 i'm not going out like that and came back and played the next season and absolutely smashed it like yeah love it yeah, I, w- I just want one more Julio season where he's 
he's just there. Even if he's just like a red zone, there's Brian, jump ball specialist. I want him to be out there. Hamstrings or no hamstrings. I kind of think that he'll be the... Uh, he, I, you're right. He will be that guy who next year, someone's lucky. Jesus, I can't believe I got Julio Jones in the 15th round and he just has a really good... Yeah. Just, he just has a good season and then, yeah. But he's the kind of player next year that will drag someone kicking and screaming to a playoffs and potentially a championship. That's the hope. Who would you really say is your so. favourite ever player, Tim? Just as a... A total aside. Uh, well, in terms of a person, just player. just generally, like, doesn't even have to have been on your team. Just someone that you've enjoyed playing, watching play. Uh, I remember one of the first sort of playoff games I saw, and that was um, it's Tim Tebow throwing that touchdown. Um, that was like one of my first memories. So, <laughs> so <laughs> football. not football yeah. memories. Oh, memories. No. Yeah. <laughs> I had to raise like all of like year six or something like that just to get that in there. But, um, in terms of playing now, it's, it's, it's hard to say without mentioning your own players on your own team because you kind yeah, of you do to... grow affectionate towards your own dynasty team, don't you? You're like... you, you kind of do. Um, I think, think the... Derek Henry is one of mine at the moment. It's like very sad that he's injured because it's just incredible watching him just like grab a man who could like the people he grabs by the shirt and throws five feet across the field and onto the ground could Scary. lift me above their heads potentially one-armed <laughs> like and it is mad the like strength and the speed and how quick he and i just love his little scared face because he has like wide eyes whenever he's running he's like <laughs> and it just he looks like he's terrified but yeah, he's great. Hey, so, uh, so, someone who grew on me from that question is when I uh, just been watching like commentary now. I enjoy Tony Romo a lot more now when he's a commentator. Yeah, he's better as a commentator than a player, isn't he? So, he's uh, a pretty good player. As You're a Giants best, fan, yeah. I loved him because it was really fun just watching him being every single playoff, uh, the playoffs every single year. Really enjoyed it. But yeah, I think he's a really good. Um, really good commentator. Uh, the Jets, the Jets are zero and seven, whilst Tommy Romo is commentating. That was the zero and seven stat that I read. The Browns, not the Jets. No, it's the Jets. The Browns lost either. this week. Well, let's. I'll have a look. You carry on. Well, that's awkward because I was going to come to you next for our next segment. Okay, yeah. Unsolicited advice. So. This is rounding off a three-part special on going through the different teams, the different divisions, and we're doing mine and Sam's one. So um, I know I'm going to be completely honest in my advice, but I can't speak for the other people here. But Sam, yeah. you kick off. No, I will be. Um, so I've got Joe A. Um, so I think that he should so this this is a little bit contrasted with the fact that i've just seen him update all his trade bait and so like all of a sudden he's got like a bunch of players that he's trying to get rid of which yeah also fair enough i was i would say that he should keep on and potentially keep trying to win uh because you're his main competition 
yeah, because my team is on the fall at the moment, and he could definitely just like sort of stride into the playoffs fairly easily. Uh, and then there's also a chance to just stumble through the playoffs if a couple of your players uh, start shooting up. However, his team, I wouldn't say currently, is strong enough to stand much of a chance in the playoffs. And so he then needs to be looking to make those trades in the next few weeks where he's picking up mainly an RB and a tight end because Robert Tunyon's just done his ACL. So uh, he needs to replace him. Otherwise, he could do what he's doing, then get rid of a few of his players. I wouldn't get rid of as many as he's put on the trade block. And especially with hold on to like people like Tyler Lockett. Uh, but if he gets a decent price for him, then yeah, decent. Um, but I think he could be looking decent next year or maybe the year after. Division is really weird. Our division, really yeah. weird. Because yours should be above and beyond in terms of strength. And it's struggling. Mm. Alls isn't great and he's winning. And my team's shit and is shit. But there's just like, it's almost like the three of you were all in limbo. Yeah, well, I think, and that is about my own team. What I'm worried about is I'll shut up because I can see Mike wanting to jump in. Uh, in fact, how about we go to Mike because then I can talk about my team and Mike will have said his piece. I mean, right, I, I'm, I'm going to try and be as Ram, objective. Yeah, stop you there, Mike. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try and be as objective as possible because I feel that this podcast has been me basically saying stuff and you being like, no, 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 no. And we had, I think we had that week where you were off and just all balance fell apart because me and Dale's, I say me and Dale's, I got to run riot. Um, yeah, Paul wasn't putting you in any boxes, which you've <laughs> apparently been in for the last five minutes or so. That's the quietest I've ever known you in the last <laughs> seven years. So, uh, Sam, I think you're in like a really, I mean, I know we touched on it very briefly, like a weird position. Um, like, you, we, I think we had you down at the start of the season as kind of like running away with your division. Like, you were pegged to be, and I still think you will probably finish top of the division. Like, I don't know if Paul's got this, we'll get on to, I don't think Paul's got the strength to stay where he is. Um, but, like, for example, your team is, only had the it's the third lowest average points against so it's not like teams are coming out and stomp other teams are coming out and stomping on you like it's you're having what 129.9 average points against and only me and paul have had lower it's not like you you're getting absolutely stomped and you're like oh well you know i'm getting absolutely bad every single week and like teams are going crazy on me just, like, looking, just looking back at my scores pretty much all of them are about 140 150 apart from one week where I had 82. Is that a and game against, against, against Dales? No, against Paul. Against and Paul. then this week against uh, this week against Blades, I'm looking yeah, at maybe 120, 110. Like, so, so for me, I don't, I don't really think much changes on your team. I think that you are having a bit of a, a, 
a down season. I mean, you've got a number of injuries, like DJ Chark's injured. Chris Carson, the rumours are that he's done for the year. Russell Wilson, I know you've got Geno Smith, so he's kind of filled that void. And Russell Wilson will be coming back, what, they've got their bye week coming up and then it's the week after he's back. So you've you've got players you've got players coming back in next week will be interesting for you because you you're running one QB unless you can make some kind of deal to get another one. Um, but other than that, I don't really think you trade anyone away. I think you just have to hope that the results fall your way coming into the playoffs, and you just kind of maybe make some trades to strengthen up potentially at maybe at wide receiver because you've lost your wide receiver two and your wide receiver free this yeah. well because we don't know what's going on with Calvin Ridley which is a real shame he, for him and hopefully I, yeah. he comes back and feels a lot better and, and gets everything sorted out I can't so, imagine he's back this no season. I don't think he's back this season I think that if, I think you've and it's I saw I, I saw something that I agree with about Calv, Calvin Ridley that was in a way it's kind of better than an injury because he could come back and just be a wide receiver he could be the wide receiver one next year just coming back, he's not had an injury, just a bit of time off, he's back, he's fine. Or he could just retire. Like yeah, in two weeks' it time, could, could just be like could oh, move away. Which would be like so uh, it's really difficult to talk about Calvin Ridley and not feel like a, a shit when you're talking about it from a fantasy point of view. Because it is a mental health thing. It's not like, oh, it's an injury, you know, he did it playing football. It's it's just a purely mental health thing. And I was on the Dynasty Reddit yesterday, and like people are like, Oh, what's the trade value for Calvin Ridley? And I'm like, yeah. Matt, he's just come out, like literally like and then like, if you question it, people are like, oh, well, it's fantasy football. We've got to ask this question. It's like, you know, you can like wait like a bit of time before you start asking for price checks on like Calvin Ridley and stuff like that. But anyway, moving on from Calvin Ridley, I think that your your team is still strong. I think you've been um, unfortunate in the circumstances of this year. And I still think, I think the playoff run is a lot closer. I don't know what your fixtures are going in. I don't know if you've got an easy run in or if you've got a tough run in. Um, but I think you still hit the playoffs. I think you probably still take top spot in that division. And I actually think that it's Joe A that comes in behind you. Um, so yeah, I just I, I would just essentially just try and strengthen at wide receiver if you can over the next at the next um, before the trade deadline, which is the sixteenth. Right. So if you need a wide receiver, Sam, here's your guy. Well, I'm not going to give you one. <laughs> Thought we don't advertise on the pod. We don't advertise on the pod. You're correct. I've broken my own rule. <laughs> it's a stupid rule. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's my bit. Yeah. You, you're going to be fine. It's whether you ride the injury luck when you're in the playoffs. Yeah. My current thinking is wait and see. Wait and see. The 16th of what is the trade deadline? November. Two weeks tomorrow. I hate trade deadlines. Um, I Love them. Love them. Yeah, I'm going to wait and see because see where Russell Wilson is by that point because I'm not winning without Russell Wilson, really. Uh, and then otherwise, so this is the benefit of having gone QB, QB in this startup is I can, I can potentially go through a like a, a a reload and still have both my quarterbacks when I sort of come out of it. But I just That's need true. to see over the next over the next couple of years. 
they'll probably score too many points for you to get a top four pick though. As yeah, I, that is a very good point. And if I traded either, of, if I traded either of those way, that's two or three firsts in my mind. Agreed. Minimum. Yeah, Mahomes isn't going. I don't think there's enough firsts in the world to trade Mahomes away. Uh, so you, Dales, who are you giving advice to? So I'm going for Paul, and I've kind of gone with the same thing that you said for Joe. I think Paul's accidentally won a lot of games, and his squad's not a million miles away. Jonathan Taylor's good. Kenyon Drake's going to be fine as a running back three if he needs it. Joe Mixon. Having a great season. Yeah, is getting a lot of touches. Let's say that. <laughs> and <Hey>, Joe Mixon. <laughs> we all we all do. It's is it's the perennial breakout season. Um, and his wide receivers are fine. He's got the ghost of AJ Green doing all right. DeAndre Hopkins will do better once his hamstrings sorted out. Terry McLaurin is always a beast. If mm. Justin Fields remembers that Alan Robinson's on the field, then that could work really well for him. It's if he's going to make a run, he needs a quarterback because Sam Darnold's not it. And Justin Fields probably he looked great this week. Yeah, and Nagy wasn't there. Great. Nagy wasn't at the stadium. They someone else was running the offense. Someone else was running the team, and he looked significantly better without Who Maggie. Sam Donald. Uh, no, Justin Fields. Uh, Justin Fields. Oh, Justin Fields. He looked. Oh. He looked like the player. They used him in the way he was meant to be used. Yeah, and it's definitely yards rushing. And it's definitely because Maggie wasn't there. Did you see his touchdown run? It was incredible. Play of the week. Yeah, it was so good. Should really put him on the visor list. Negative <laughs> points last week. <laughs> Yeah, we all kind of missed that one, didn't we? Awkward. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's a makings of a playoff team. He's got five wins. You're kind of already two-thirds oh, of the way there. I think it's a real shame for him that Cam Akers... Absolutely. Yeah. Because then his team is significantly... He's got his running back his, one and two there. That's his trade bait. Yeah. yeah. I'd... I'd I'd sell Cam Akers if I was him and go for the playoff run. I would Sam's, not buy. Sam's fallible. Like Joe, uh, Joe's lost a quarterback. Um, Dino, you don't know what's going to happen now that Derek Henry, all of these playoff teams. Who knows? Tim might even make it. And then you've got a chance against that as well. Tim's in a good run, a good position here. He's getting some good players back at the right time. Yeah, and it didn't add to my overall score. It's, it's really hard. If you don't get for playoffs, you've got to get a low score. Yeah. It's a, a round six pick, isn't uh, Sorry, sixth pick in round one, isn't it? It's all right, I suppose. Yeah. That's... I, I'm, as much as I hate that it goes against what I'm trying to do, I actually quite enjoy the, the thing of, like, you've got to get points off your roster if you're going to lose. It's, it is actually different. Like, yeah, it's a different game, isn't it? It just save it just stops people just being like, I'm just going to power the weakest squad possible. Yeah, yeah which I, I like think it. is, I I don't think there's necessarily any anything wrong with that. Having played a bit more Dynasty than since we we set this up, 
but yeah, I, it, it turns out I suck at this as well. <laughs> three out of my four dynasty teams are atrocious this year. And all three of them have different things going on in terms of how to race to the bottom. And this one's the hardest. And I'm quite enjoying that, even though. Yeah, tr- I found that last year, trying to race to the bottom. Yeah. When other people are just doing it so much. More efficiently. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> But it's fun to try and put out teams to try and still win games. So exactly. I was like putting out teams. I was like, all right, I, I know I have to finish below two different people, but if there's, there's certain games I want to try and win, then I will. Like I wanted to, I tried to beat Joe D last year because I was like, I've got his pick. I want his pick to be lower and not be a bye week. He beat me because my team was a mess last year. But then I was like throwing games against like Kelsey Dave to try and push Kelsey Dave's win rating up to try and catch Joe D and stuff like that. So it's nice to see like there's different strategies to it. Yeah. So Tim, what advice have you got for me? It's um it's sort of coming back to literally just what we talked about. Because clearly you are going for the best pick you can. I mean you got a was it one and one and six you are? One and six. Yeah. It's gonna be two and six after this week though. Well, that's not relevant in terms of draft picks. Exactly, yeah. Um, Looking at your team, it's, for the future, it's looking quite solid. Uh, Mayfield and Jackson, they're going to be great for the next 10 years. Um, My advice would be to do a Derek Carr and don't let your love for him sort of blur his value. because he is useful for you right now, but will he be useful in three years' time? I'm not so sure. And there is a right time to sell him. It's just about knowing when that is. Because you'll have Wilson coming off your taxi squad next year. He is, yeah, a bit yes or no um, over the last few weeks. We don't really know what he's going to do. So in terms of that third, you don't you don't need that fourth quarterback next year, do you? No. It's... it's I would say it's value and looking at your running backs, maybe maybe you can get someone who's going to put up some more points. Like Pam Akers, for example. Yeah, well, you're advising him to sell. Maybe I'm advising you to buy. So It's like a matchmaking business here. <laughs> you're, you're spot on. I actually, I was playing around with some trades last week and I was going to make an offer of sending Derek Carr and Amari Cooper. I can't remember what it was to, and I just couldn't do it. Maybe it could be for Derek Henry now. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. This is the thing. For me, Derek Carr is, Imagine that. is a prime deadline day. When people are scrambling, you want to just wait on him until deadline day, because that's when people start running around and trades get a bit crazy. Like we saw last up. year, there was some loose trading on deadline day. So maybe he's just that guy. You just like, I love him, but I'm just going to hold him until the 16th, and then you just have to hire a consultant to sell him for you because you won't be able to do it. Yeah, I think as much as I appreciate your view that the trade deadline is not your favourite thing, Sam, it's another one of those things where it's not right or wrong. This trade deadline actually makes values a lot more interesting because part of the reason was I couldn't there to be without my boy Derek but part of the reason is that 
he's going to climb in value unless he gets injured in the next two weeks before that deadline, just because people will have more injuries and people will get more desperate and there'll be a better price for him. I are dropping like flies at the moment. You need a solid starting quarterback who's exactly. taking those running hits. It wouldn't surprise me if Joe D came and knocked on your door on deadline day and tried to <laughs> lowball you. Literally the problem is he's got nothing for the future to offer. Yeah. yeah. I honestly, and now that James is gone, if either of his quarterbacks go, done. Yeah, well, this is what we said earlier because you asked us in our group chat. You said, "Is is 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 he done for the playoffs?" But I value in terms of like point scoring in fantasy, Bridgewater and Winston kind of at like a similar sort of level. Like they're neither of them are that trustworthy. But if you've got to throw them in as a QB two, you're gonna do it. So I think honest, in terms, I put, of... I put that in the group chat, forgetting that he had Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, because it's easy to forget because Teddy Bridgewater is just a very forgettable man. I imagine he's actually quite a lovely man, but just very forgettable. <laughs> Looking at the stats, they are QB sixteen and seventeen. Bridgewater and Winston. You, you, and want, you want a top 10, don't you? I mean, also, he'll have another starter in Gardner Minshew in about three weeks' time anyway. So Yeah, when he replaces Jalen Hurts. Oh, can you imagine? I oh. would love it. I would love it, apart from the fact that Blades might win twice. Two stars. Yeah. Two stars. Oh, God. Oh, the two stars that would make it. Oh, no. And, the, and then he'll be going on about how it's like Chelsea and all that bollocks as well. No, he's a Man United fan. He's a Man United fan. Joe, no, he won't. He won't at all. Ignore that. Brilliant. There's too many um, Chelsea fans that get them mixed up and they're all chatting bollocks. Yeah, it's true. Um, let's wrap that up and move on to the last part. Mike News, what have you got for us three? Mike News. I know that you've been really. Up- oh, uh, I thought you wanted my hot take. Is that what you want? My hot take this week. Yeah, That's the same fine. thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Mike's hot takes. Because, like, I know that you've been a bit upset. They've been a bit lukewarm. Um, so I'm gonna. It's not even that hot of a take. They bench Zach Wilson for the rest of the year just to protect him. That's my hot take. Yeah, so to, to we can just develop behind the scenes and come back in next year. What, what they should have done from the start, basically. That is what they should have done from the start, yeah. Um, I think that they're not in a position where they're going to... They're not going to the playoffs. What, are they one and seven? Cincinnati Bengals gave them their first win of the year? No, two, two and five. Two, two, two and five, yeah, okay. Um. And so they're not going to the playoffs. Why put your... They're not going to the playoffs, Dallas. Don't pull that face. They're... Um, you might as well protect your new QB and bench him. Let him develop a bit behind the scenes but there's a bit less pressure and come back in next year. That's, That's my hot That's pretty spicy. That's pretty spicy. Yeah. It's his got- second rookie that he says will be benched. This one's got logic behind it, though. Matt Jones was just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the spice scale, it's somewhere between completely <laughs> irresponsible. <laughs> I feel like... Borderline week, defendable. It, is it I, next week he's going to say that um, they're going like, to bench Trevor or something like that? I mean, 
<laughs> this Maybe. is over my Why would they not? Why? Like they're in the start of a rebuild. I don't quite understand why they're playing him. Unless it's just for exposure. Yeah, I suppose. But like, I mean, Urban Meyer's going to kill him, like just yeah. mentally. They don't. They don't need to play him every game for him to get exposure. Well, not the whole game. Yeah, start it, benching it, him in the fourth quarter. Like, there's yeah. no need for him to be out there Throwing taking hits. Marys. Do what they're doing with Trey Lance. Just sprinkle him in here, here and there. And now we're moving on to our predictions, aren't we? Yeah. So. Predictions update. In terms of points per game, Aaron Rodgers is currently sitting as QB 13. And you said he'd be outside the top 12. I did say outside the top 12. He's coming. He's climbing. So that's, that's an average. That, that's him. He's come back down. He was oh, QB8 last week. Yeah. <laughs> and where? what about total points? Total points. He is... Fantasy is sixth. QB6 in fantasy. QB6, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, George Kissel is currently in points per game, which is not the metric I was going by is <laughs> currently tight end 12 and in total points he is currently tight end 26 well outside the top 12 so far so far I mean, he's I out for another week, few probably. weeks isn't he oh is he is that why is he just <laughs> how long has he been out for I, I don't really pay attention to San Francisco other than he's like had his buy and he's missed three weeks yeah, he's slated to return week nine. So he's got time to catch up with that murky tight end area. Yeah. Exactly. And then Mac Jones. Not being Still benched. Has a job. <laughs> Still remains unbenched. Though, as we keep saying, Mike has another eight weeks. Mac Jones might secure a bye and they bench him. <laughs> Can you imagine? This was his first win. Against a non-rookie QB this week. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that the first... No, it's not. I was about to say, isn't that the first win by any rookie against a non-rookie? But it's not. I they, think... they've, sta- they've started winning. They've started yeah, getting... Yeah, finally. Uh, and then, Tim, do you have any bold predictions you'd like to make? This wasn't on the running order for tonight, but... Is there anything that you'd like to just spout out some random fucking garbage like Mike does? I mean, it's kind of what I do most of the time anyway, but... Missed you, Sam. <laughs> just out of nowhere. Felt like an unnecessary drive-by, but okay. Oh, you really put him on the spot there. Mm. Um, I'll go back to Blade's prediction. He said Kyler Murray would be QB1 and it won't be close. I'll say it will be close. I can see Josh Allen picking up mm. some good points, good yards, good plays. Picking up some steam. I, I Again, I am biased. Yeah. I'm um, Murray currently sitting at QB4 behind Josh Allen. Yeah. Who's had a bye. Yep. And, oh God, I've only just seen who's number one. Yep. That is... We don't insane. have to say it. No, people don't need to know. It's fine. People Who's know. number one? Tom Brady. Got, yeah. oh, 
I should have guessed. That's... Thomas, James, Patrick, Brady. Insane. That is insane. Blades is going to keep winning this championship, isn't he, until, until Brady, Brady retires. retires yeah. at the age of yeah. Yeah. Dan Blades and Tom Brady made a blood pact. <laughs> <laughs> until we just fold the league because we're bored of it. And on there that we go. Then, yeah. Thanks a lot for your time, lads. Thank you. Thanks for coming, Tim. Yeah, thank you for the forced invite. <laughs> you, you volunteered yourself. Yeah, you, I, I don't no think you've been smug enough. You've got the um, next 20 seconds to say whatever no. you want to whoever you want. Humble yeah. winner. Eat Humble it, winner. Eat it. Eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I, I will say for people who, when they say they have no chance in the playoffs, I probably had about a 20% chance of beating Mike. It can happen. So yeah. if you don't think your team's good enough for playoffs, you, you, you just don't know what could happen. I'd, I'd Cedric Wilson throwing like throwing passes. You know. You're welcome. Yeah, Inspiring I mean, words. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you beat me fair. You beat me fair. It was very annoying to go to bed and be like, oh, I'm this many points ahead. And then I wake up and see that Justin Jefferson's done nothing. And all your players have done everything. So oh, off to work on a Monday I go. <laughs> Well, I do have two players playing tonight. It's in yeah. minus points. That's, that's the only the only saving um, grace. Yeah, the only saving grace. Right. On that note, I think we can probably end the podcast there. Sounds good. Go get your guy. <laughs>